The Your Mark on the World show is made possible by our sponsors, including Gate Global Impact, Seed Equity Ventures, and Patch of Land. Welcome to Your Mark on the World, bringing you another changemaker with champion of social good, Devin D. Thorpe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Your Mark on the World show. I'm your host, Devin Thorpe, and our guest today is Ron Gold, the founder and CEO of Lean on We. It's the new Uber for in-home health care. Uh, Ron, welcome to the show. It's great to be here. Thanks, Devin. Well, we're thrilled to have you, and we're excited about the, the work that you're doing. It's uh, I have uh, parents who are aging, and uh, they've been receiving a little bit of in-home health care, and it is... It is kind of a, a, a mess uh, trying to figure, navigate this whole space. Uh, so little is covered by insurance and they need so much care. Big worry. And I'm sure that there are millions of people around the country in the same boat. So tell us about Lean on We. What are you doing to make this better? Okay, so it started because I, I suffered a horrific accident. I was, a, I was a big cyclist. A woman fell asleep on a Saturday afternoon and she went into me head on. Um, and, uh, my life was irrevocably changed. Uh, it was life and death. I was in ICU for two months, rehab for three months. I come home, everything, everything as I knew it has changed. I have nurses and caregivers and therapists and infusions. And the thing is after two months, all my insured coverage was over. And this shocked me. I was, what did I know? Um, I, I had worked for 25 years, good, a good firm, good insurance. I've been paying in now I need it and it's not there for me. Um, so the license agency that I was using said, well, okay, now that you're paying out of pocket, you can continue. It's a four hour minimum and it's $25 an hour. That's a hundred dollars a day out of pocket. Quite, quite a hit. And really I only needed two hours. And besides, $25 was a lot of money. So what I did is I said, okay, let me do what apparently most people do, which is they look to hire a caregiver privately. But it's a crazy system, which uh, you've had some exposure to. People try, when they're paying out of pocket, they don't want to go through an agency because it's expensive and it's restrictive. So they, they all want to find that caregiver that, that they can hire privately and pay much less. But there's really no good way to find a caregiver. It's always my neighbor's uncle's cousin used someone. Is that person available? But you have no idea if the person's available, if they're appropriate, if they have the right experience, or even if they're a criminal. Right. There is no clearinghouse. So my wife and I figured, well, if... People really prefer to avoid an agency when they're paying out of pocket for obvious reasons because it's expensive and the care gets very little of the money. Why don't we combine what people want from an agency and what they don't want from an agency? They want to hire privately because it's cheaper. They want to have choice and they want to have control. But what they like from an agency is the peace of mind that they're always going to have backup if needed and that the caregiver is fully vetted. So that's what we've done. That's great. So tell us a little bit about the vetting you do. Okay, so uh, we meet each caregiver that comes onto our network, 
And many, most we don't even meet at all because we choose that uh, they're not, they don't meet our standards. Mm. But once we decide that they're worth pursuing, we make sure that they're legal, 21, at least three years experience as a caregiver, although most have quite a bit more, at least two references of people they've cared for. Uh, and then we take a fingerprint check, which is the most comprehensive background check you can do. We shoot a video, just a quick 60, 75 second video to sort of personalize these people. And then we sit down with mm -hmm. them and we say, are these people we'd feel comfortable putting in front of our parents? And if the answer is yes, we work with them to create a bio and uh, it's up online. That's great. Now, uh, what geography are you serving today and what are your plans? Well, right now we're serving the greater New York area, which is a pretty broad area. Um, you know, we're working out our processes and uh, we are looking to expand. We'd like to expand regionally and, and nationally because it's a big hole, right? I mean, our system wasn't built for this. It's a broken home care system right now. People are living longer. Everyone knows that. They want to stay at home. Studies say 90% of people would rather stay at home as they age. So you've got two incredible trends going on that are, uh, are dovetailing and creating a perfect storm. And the third thing is, as you mentioned before, there's very little coverage. People think there's coverage, but there isn't. Whether it's private, Medicare, none of it really covers it. Medicaid to some extent. It's pretty limited. You know, the, the, the need far outstrips the coverage is what I'm beginning to see. Correct. And if you're only paying a caregiver $9, 10 or $11 an hour, how are you going to incentivize these people to go into this line of work? It's not easy work. No way. With, with my system, there's no middleman. You've eliminated the middleman like Uber, like you described right away. So if you pay the caregiver $16, that's $16 as opposed to $24 or $25, and the caregiver is keeping the money. So now all of a sudden you've got a caregiver making 50% more and a much more incentivized caregiver to do the job. Yeah, so the, the caregiver is making more and you're paying less. That's quite a, quite a system, right? Yes. Yeah, so um, tell us a little bit more about your accident and your recovery and your experiences with, did you have some home health care during that experience? I did. Um, I had, I had, typical home care, and I had uh, nurses. I had all kinds of things going on. It was really uh, catastrophic. I, uh, you know, I have a spinal cord injury. I'm now in a wheelchair. I, um, they, I, they were concerned I was going to bleed out. I had orthopedic issues, and um, it was crazy. I mean, two months in the ICU is quite a bit. Oh, my gosh, yes. I mean, it was clear your life was uh, – Desperately in peril. If you spend I was, months. and they induced a coma for half of the time I was in, in the ICU. Oh my gosh! So, how long ago was this, Ron? It was a little bit more than four years ago. And how is your recovery going? And where do you find yourself on that process? Are you do you still have some home care resources coming in? I do. I still have somebody who comes in and helps me in the morning for a couple hours and then she leaves. Um, so that way my wife doesn't have to get involved in that aspect of my life. Uh, it makes things easier. And um, I, I'm, I'm privileged and I'm lucky to have someone and she's great. 
and I pay her privately and, um, you know, I, she gets paid on the books and uh, it, it's all good. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent for what good caregivers can do. And, and you really, you need to incentivize them to do the work. Yeah. And our system, our system is not okay. Like Amazon, you go onto uh, our site, you find a caregiver, you, you put him or her in your shopping cart and away you go. We're not there yet. We invite people to call us, tell us what, they're, what they need and we'll help them. You have to remember, and, and as you said before, when something like this happens, and you, whether it's your parents slowing down or whether your mom fell, whatever it is, it's all of a sudden it's a crisis. You don't know what to do. If it's something major or minor, you've never been there before, where do I go? And that's where we can be really helpful. We, we can answer those basic questions on, you know, do I need to live in? How much time do I need? What's the right amount to pay? Do I need to pay this amount? Can I pay that amount? You know, we don't get we don't get involved in the care. That's that's out of our domain. We're just helping them lead them through. And if it's a, a complicated case, we we give them resources to go to help them. Yeah, Ron, it seems to me that your experience, your personal experience with this has informed the business in tremendous ways. Because unless you have been through it, uh, you don't see all of the pieces. And so I think of the seniors who are receiving care, most of them are not in any position to become entrepreneurs, but you are in exactly the right position to become an entrepreneur. And so this is kind of a perfect uh, solution for you and for us, for everyone who needs health care, you know, home health care. What's your take? Do you think this experience really has informed your, your business strategy? Absolutely. Look, if this hadn't happened, I would be oblivious, just like most people my age are oblivious to, to a situation like this, other than they're starting to deal with it for their parents. Yeah. And I was doing the same thing. My dad, my dad had Parkinson's. But when you when you experience it personally, it's a whole new ball of wax and and it hits home in a much bigger way, not only for me, but for my wife and my kids. It, it has changed our entire lives. Look, I, every day I wish it hadn't happened, but it did. And there's nothing I can do about it. And I have fallen into, literally fallen into, uh, a situation that um, is broken. It's a, it's a really bad system that people are suffering. And our systems, whether it's through an agency or privately, are, are legacy systems for, for an age when there was not nearly the kind of demand we're experiencing now nor the, the kind of demand we're going to experience in the future. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Well, Ron, I, as you become successful in this effort, and clearly you, you've got uh, real traction already, but you become a role model to a lot of people. At the same time, I wonder who you look up to as a role model. Who inspires you? You know, it's funny. I, I, I have become a role model, um, not through any intention, of course, but just and I got a guy who who suffered something totally out of their control and is and is moving on, is trying to make the best of it. When you think about the people who who move on with, from challenges, people like uh, Michael J. Fox or 
Muhammad Ali or, or whoever it is. Uh, those are those are two with Parkinson's, but it could be anything. It could be um, Eric Legrand or Christopher Reeve with with spinal cord injuries. Those those people are incredible. Right. And they're role models. What's really striking, though, are the people that you don't know, the people that I've come across and that I've met who aren't famous, but go on with their lives. They they find a job, they get married, they have a family and they just struggle through and and they do it with as good and as positive an attitude as as they can. And it's not to say that they don't have their moments and it's not to say I don't have my moments where where. Um, you know, you get frustrated with it, but you, you push them aside. You say it's not productive and I'm going to do the best I can. These are the deck of cards that I've been dealt and I'm going to play um, that hand as best I can. And there are so many people out there that I've now been exposed to that I have so much respect for. Yeah. So I mean, you is inspiring what you're doing and I'm grateful that you're doing it. And clearly there is an obvious why here, but I wonder if you would just explore that a little bit. You, you have launched this, not just uh, because you're able, but, but you, and you've seen some of these problems, but I, I wonder if you tell us a little bit more about what motivates you to solve this problem. It's a hard thing to say. I think it, it has to do with my physical and mental recovery from my accident. And believe me, um, that took a while. I'd say it probably took two years. And as I got physically stronger, it helped my, my mental outlook as well. And then I, my, my family means everything to me. And um, I needed to be a role model, particularly for my daughters, as they uh, blossomed and moved on with their lives. And I didn't want to be stuck sort of standing still as they as they move on and they do these great things. And I realized that I had to do something to move on and continue and reengage with with society the way I always had. Now, I could have gone back to my Wall Street job. They were it was open to me. Uh, But I realized that once I experienced this and I saw what a what a calling this was and what a need this was, this really drove me uh, to do something different. My wife and I have toyed with the idea of being entrepreneurs for many years and as many people I'm sure have, but never really had the guts to move out of the sort of established corporate job to go ahead and do it. And here I was already sort of at home and immersed in this. And I was like, you know what? This is a big problem. If I'm facing this and I've seen my parents face it and I've seen my friends' parents facing this, geez, it's only going to get worse. And we need to come up with a better way because care is so expensive and people want to stay at home. So whatever we can do to lengthen the amount of time that they can stay at home, wow, all the better. Um, so it, it got the spark back in me. Uh, the same kind of spark I had previously when I was working. Go out there, make a difference, build a business. It's exciting. Yeah. Well, Ron, one last question for you before you go. We ask all of our guests to give us an impact hack, a tip that would allow us to do more good. And clearly you found a way to have some real impact. What's your tip for us? 
I, I could say something cliche about, you know, you get to a certain point in your life where you've uh, accomplished quite a bit in many ways. So I think back at my career and my life that I had before the accident. And the thing is, it was it was exactly the life that I had built, that I'd worked so hard to build. Um, a great wife, three great kids, a demanding and, and good career. Um, athletics was a big part of my life. So I was really doing everything that I had worked so hard to build. And then something like this comes and all of a sudden your whole foundation is shaken. You plan your whole mm-hmm. life for a certain path and then something comes comes up and now you've got to rethink everything. So for me, I, I think the tip is, okay, I did all that. I was on that path and then something made me think, think about things in a different way. And now it's about not just caring for your family, but it's making a difference in the world. And if I can, if I can do that in a, in a small way, um, find a better way that creates a better solution for people, well, that's incredibly satisfying. And, and the feedback and the testimonials that we've gotten so far um, would attest to it. And, and I think that's, that's great. And um, it's energized me, and I hope to continue to be able to do that. Fantastic. Well, Ron, we really appreciate you taking the time to be with us. You, you, you are an inspiration and you're doing some great work. Before you go, tell people how they can learn more about Lean On We and connect with you. Sure. Um, the website is Lean On We with a W. So L-E-A-N-O-N-W-E dot com. And the idea was that when you're in a time of need, you need a team to lean on. It's also a play on the Bill Withers song, of course. But we really encourage people just to pick up the phone and call us. 844-532-6669. And um, we're not out in Utah yet, but I hope to be. I've had some great experiences in Utah. I used to be a big skier and uh, and skied all, most of those mountains. And, uh, well, you got to come back. I've got some good friends that uh, are in the community of uh, uh, skiing uh, on the uh, adapted uh, equipment, and so I would love to reintroduce you to skiing. You, you, I think you'd love it. But uh, Ron, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your uh, energy, and we wish you every success in the great work that you're doing. Thank you very much, Devin. It was great to be here. All righty. Let's do some good. At the intersection of financial services and social media, Gate Global Impact, GGI, uses new market infrastructure to facilitate investments in organizations that deliver a societal, environmental, and or a cause-related benefit in addition to a financial return. Seed Equity Ventures is a registered broker-dealer with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission and a member of both FINRA and SIPC providing investment banking services to startups globally. Seed Equity's mission is to find the best and brightest entrepreneurs and connect them with global investors. Patch of Land is the leader in real estate crowdfunding with a mission to provide real estate entrepreneurs with easy access to capital from thousands of investors who want to invest in the revitalization of American neighborhoods. Patch of Land is building wealth and growing communities.
Thank you for listening. This podcast was recorded via Google Hangouts on Air and is available at youtube.com forward slash Devonthorpe. Subscribe to this podcast on Stitcher or iTunes by searching for Your Mark on the World. Every weekday, Devon hosts a CEO, celebrity, entrepreneur or other changemaker here on the Your Mark on the World show to inspire and prepare you to make your mark. Devin is a champion of social good, writing about, advocating for, and advising people who are doing good. He is a Forbes contributor who is a recognized thought leader in social entrepreneurship, impact investing, and crowdfunding. To book Devin as a speaker, visit devinthorpe.com. Learn more about Devin's work at yourmarkontheworld.com.